0: Hey, welcome to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. This podcast is all about living a life of perseverance, of moving forward, no matter what obstacles, what mountains we have to climb, uh, getting into God's word and getting encouragement by his Holy Spirit. And so we're going to just keep moving forward. Thank you so much for all your feedback. Thank you for Passing the messages on to other people, you can always direct them to the website, TomOleary.org. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're able to donate, it just makes a world of difference. You can do that also on the website, TomOleary.org. So thank you. Today's podcast is a really important one. It's having faith when things are hard. And we've all been there. Maybe you're there right now where you're just having a challenge. It might be a relationship that's hard. It might be uh, a financial situation that's hard. Uh, Maybe you got a doctor's report and there's some kind of physical health issue. And it's in these moments where we have to have faith when things get really hard. Now, Hebrews 11 verse one gives us the definition of faith being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. That's what faith is. By God's definition, Hebrews 11.1, 1, that's what faith is. Now, it occurred to me <laughs> that when you're going through something hard, that seems like when hope goes out the door, maybe slips out the window. I don't know. Those are the moments where we have to stir hope. Being absolutely confident and certain What we can't even see when you're going through a hard time. It makes it a little fuzzy, a little cloudy. And so today we really want to press in, find out some awesome, awesome truths from God's Word, and really apply it to our lives so that, in fact, if you're going through a hard time right now, you're going to have the faith that really becomes the fuel to get you through what you're facing. It it pushes you over the top. It it ignites you on the inside and gets you rolling. And that's what we want to do. I want to start out with giving this scripture to you. It's from a very random book in the Old Testament. It's in the Bible, Nahum, and it's a minor prophet. And I love in chapter one, verse seven of Nahum, It says, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knows those who take refuge in him. There's so much there. First of all, we got to start. Here's our starting point of having faith when things are hard, is that the Lord's good. Like we got to like just establish that in our hearts. Like he's not mad at you. He's mad about you. He's not trying to crush you with the silver hammer from heaven. No, he, he's good and he's good all the time. And so we have to land there that the Lord is good. And then this idea of a stronghold in the day of trouble. So apparently there are going to be days that have trouble and the Lord is your refuge. He's your stronghold. He's your fortress. He's the one you want to run back to. Like, man, when things get hard, don't run from God. Run to God. And he knows those who take refuge in him, which is so wonderful. It means he knows you through and through. He knows you by name. You're the apple of his eye. So you gotta, you got to start. That's got to be our framework, our starting point, that if you're going through something hard, that doesn't change who God is. The Lord is good, and he's good all the time. So let's start from that place, and then let me give you five big truths from God's word to really fire up your faith, you know, get it going, and and to really believe, and and to go to that Hebrews 11 one, to, to have hope, to really be certain when we don't quite see our answer yet, but we're going to still be certain that. God is in control. God is good. God's good all the time. And and land on that place. So here we go. In the New Testament, Luke 17, verse 5, the apostles are having a conversation with Jesus. And it's interesting because in Luke 17, 5, it says, The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith! And in my Bible, there's an exclamation point. (laughs) Lord, help increase our faith. Now, this is kind of fascinating because Jesus was just talking about forgiveness in Luke 17, to forgive, to forgive over and over and over again, even seven times over in a day if someone comes and and they say, I'm sorry, I repent, I'm sorry I hurt you, I offended you, you, you that you forgive, you forgive, you forgive. Somehow, this whole forgiveness thing Kind of rocked the apostles to the point of them looking to Jesus and saying, Lord, increase our faith so that we could do what you're actually calling us to do. And I think that's a really great prayer. Like you could turn to the Lord even now and go, Lord, my faith is weak. My faith is running on fumes. My faith uh, needs more fuel. And in that place, you're literally asking God, God, you could do it. Increase my faith. And so that really becomes number one that, you know, ask for more faith. That's number one. Ask for more faith. Ask for increase. The apostles did it. So we can do it. And it's such an important thing to want to be growing in your faith. So doesn't it make sense to go ahead and ask God for faith? Like in, in the business world, you have graphs and charts and you know we want to move up and to the right up and to the right meaning there's growth well think of that about your faith let's move your faith up and to the right where it's growing it's growing and so that starts with number one of just simply asking god for more faith okay number two uh, Mark 11, we're going to stay in the New Testament here in the Gospels. Mark 11 verse 22. And Jesus answered, saying to them, have faith in God. Okay. Sounds really easy, but why don't more people do it? So number two is be all in on God. Jesus was driving the point home to have faith in God and that like, that's where it's at. That's what we have to do. We got to know He's going to come through. We got to know that He's in control. We got to know that He's holding all things together. We got to know that He has a good purpose plan for our lives. And so we got to just go all in to be all in on God. And so Jesus says it very plainly. Uh, you know, keep it simple, Sammy. Uh, you know, have faith in God. Don't give up on God. Don't lose your faith in God. Have faith in God. So number one is ask for more faith. And that's, I love that. Just, you know, God, I need more faith. Can you increase my faith? Number two, be all in on God. It's where it's, it's everything. It's what we got to do. I'll never forget our firstborn. This would go back like 33 years ago and our firstborn, little Brookie, I call her, her name's Brooke. And she, at 10 months old, had skyrocket fever. Like, like, we take her to the emergency, the doctor sits us down, my wife Sherry and I, in a small room, <clears throat> and basically says, you know, she could die. And we just, as you might imagine, just burst into tears. So they take little Bricky to the NICU, you know, ICU for little, little, little babies. And things are not getting better, not getting better, not getting better. And I'll never forget it was in a hospital in San Luis Obispo, California, French hospital. And I go into a small restroom, lock the door, look in the mirror, and with everything within me, I'm kind of, you know, I'm looking at the eyes, looking back at me. It was like this spiritual gut check, if you will. And I said, God, God, you're all I have. You're all I have. But God, you're all I need. And it was like this prayer of desperation for my daughter, for my firstborn, for Brooke. And something was released in that moment, in that prayer, and all of a sudden, uh, her fever, start, you know, temperature started going down. Fever went away, and she—it was a breakthrough, and she was healthy, and and praise God, right? But something about going to God in desperation, in that moment, and to be able to say, "God, you're you're all I got." but, but God, you're all I need. And that's going all the way in with God. Okay. Number three, it, 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 boy, we're building, each one builds on the other. Okay. We're going to look uh, to Psalm 62, verse eight. Okay. Psalm 62, verse eight says this, trust in him at all times. And you know, old Testament was written in Hebrew, new Testament written in Greek. And I looked up the Hebrew word for all in Psalm 62-8, and guess what all means? All. <laughs> all the time. Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is our refuge for us. And then it says Selah. It's this interesting Hebrew word, uh, mostly found in the book of Psalms, and It's interesting because Bible scholars don't even actually quite know what the meaning of the word is, except that it means to reflect, to uh, pause and think about, uh, to meditate on something. So it's kind of like God just gave you his word, just, you know, laid out the truth for you, and that you might take a moment to pause. To think about it, to chew on it, to dwell on it, to meditate on it. And that's that Selah. So Psalm 62 verse 8 says, okay, trust in Him. So we're, we're back, you know, going all in on God. And then it says, pour out your heart before Him. So that's our number three takeaway. Pour your heart out and then do a Selah. <laughs> That sound cool? Do a say law. You know what you're gonna do is, God, this is what's going on. And I need your help with this. And I'm pouring my heart out to you in this moment. And then I'm gonna pause and I'm gonna reflect. And I would encourage you to reflect on God's goodness. Remember, that's where we started in Nahum 1, verse 7. The Lord is good. So you pour your heart out, everything within you. All your frustrations and feelings and praises and problems, right? It's the whole deal. You pour that out before God. And it, that's what the scripture says before him. So it's kind of like you're, you're laying it out on the altar. You're laying it out before him. And in that moment, you recognize, okay, God, you're my refuge. You're my, re- you're, you're my rock. You're my refuge. You're my fortress. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to you. And then do that holy pause, like a H O L Y holy pause. Say and think about how good God is. It's really important to pour our hearts out. It was so interesting. Uh, Sherry and I had a real boy challenging <clears throat> situation this week, and and you know we're we're you know in on it together, super unified and, and, uh, trying to work out this situation. And, and, uh, I came home and she said, well, I just got done shouting at God. And I, <laughs> uh, I good, I think, yeah, pour your heart out. <laughs> and then she said, and then I just turned on worship music and just started praising him. That's, that's, that's what we're talking about. That's saying, Lord, here it is. I'm pouring it out. And then I'm going to reflect on your goodness and I'm going to praise you for your goodness. So number three is pour your heart out and then do a Selah. Okay, let's go to number four. Okay, that is also in the book of Psalms. We're going to go to Psalm chapter 50, verse 15, which says, the psalmist says, call upon me in the day of trouble. Okay, we're back to the day of trouble. I shall rescue you and you will honor me. Okay, so we're going to come back to what Sherry did. We're going to do a shout out to God. That's number four. Call out to God. Call upon him. Call upon him. Shout to him. Uh, If you need to get in a quiet place, you know, take a drive in your car and start shouting. Uh, Take a walk on the beach or up a mountain and start shouting out to God. And then this scripture, Psalm 50, verse 15, I like to say has like a transaction. Because then it says, and this is God speaking to you, I shall rescue you and you will honor me. That's the transaction. God's going to rescue you. He is going to take you out of the situation that you're in. He's going to help you. He's going to land you on your feet. He's going to get you where you need to be. We're going to keep moving forward. We're going to live a life of perseverance. We're going to do it. And as he rescues you, you're honoring him. You're pointing to him. You're giving him the glory, if you will. You are saying, Lord, this is you're good and you just helped me you rescued me and i'm going to honor and i'm going to tell other people you know i can't believe what god did for me you know what he did and all of a sudden in that moment you are honoring the living god and so it really is this this transaction and i would encourage you to go first like just start honoring god and you know there's a buddy of mine who's battling cancer and we get on the phone. He lives out of the area from where I live. And we talk and we pray. And I'll send him encouraging prayers uh, via text. And just, you know, but what we've been talking about is that we're getting in agreement with God and we're thanking God ahead of time for the victory. I think that is a powerful faith builder. And certainly we're talking about having faith when things are hard And my buddy's got stage four cancer. So it doesn't get any harder than that. And we're having this faith of going, God, we're in agreement with you. We believe you hold all things together. We believe that you've got a good purpose in everything. We believe that you're the God who heals. You know, so all those things. And that's all about calling out to God You know, shout it out, shout it out to God, call from the mountaintop. I mean, you just got to go there and that's going to build your faith. Okay. That's getting us to the last one here. Number five, we're going to jump back to the new Testament. Ephesians chapter six, verse 18. I love this scripture says this with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Okay, so this is all, again, coming back to prayer, coming back to petition. And you can guess what number five is. Pray, pray, pray. (laughs) Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Pray, pray, pray. That's number five. And and the scripture here, Apostle Paul pinning this to the church in Ephesus. and, And now it's God's spoken truth. The word of God coming to us. And it says, with all prayer and petition. Think of petition like knocking on the door. Like you go to your friend's house. You want them to know that you're there. You ultimately want them to open the door so you can come inside. And you are knock, 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 knock. You are knocking on the door, waiting for that door to be open. That's what a petition is. So you're going to God. You're, you're, you're pray and, and you know, prayer. Sometimes we, I think over spiritualize. It just means talking to God. That's why we looked at the scripture, pour your heart out to him. You know, just lay it out there, pray to him, talk to him. That's all prayer is. And do it in the spirit so have the Holy Spirit leading you guiding you be alert you know there there is an enemy of your soul and you know we got to be wise we got to be super wise got to stay on that path and then and then there's perseverance and and you're even praying for other people in your life as it says to petition for all the saints meaning anyone who who's, you know, following God, you know, go, you know, pray for them too, that they stay strong. And that's going to make you strong as well. It's, it's so important to petition. It's a very, very critical part of this process of trying to have faith when things are hard. Okay. So let me recap here. We started with the minor prophet Nahum. And so you got your major prophets and your minor prophets in the Old Testament. And it's just this beautiful scripture in chapter one, verse seven of Nahum. The Lord is good. So that's, that's our starting point. He's good. He's good. He's good all the time. He's good to you. You got, the Lord is good. And, and he's your stronghold in a day of trouble. I mean, like he's your strength. He's your rock. He's your fortress. And he knows you by name as you take refuge in him, I mean, he's like, oh man, this is my son. This is my daughter. This one belongs to me. This is my kid. You know, you ever have that? Like, no, that one belongs to me. This is mine. And that's how God feels about you because he is good. And let me recap our five takeaways. Okay. From Luke 17, five, ask for more faith. That's what the, disciples, the apostles did of Jesus. Lord, increase our faith. So that's a great, okay, that's one like right out of the gates. I mean, that's number one. Lord, I need more faith. I'm going through a hard time. Here we are talking about having faith when things are hard and I need more faith. God, increase my faith. Number two, be all in on God. All in. And remember that was Jesus' words. Have faith in God. Don't don't be dismayed. Don't be troubled. You know, I know it's hard. It's tough. It's a hard thing. However, have faith in God. So we got to go all in. Remember, up and to the right with our faith. We're going to grow our faith on that graph. And then <clears throat> number three, out of Psalm sixty two eight, pour your heart out. And I love that because it, there's this freedom. There's like God is giving you an invitation. Like lay it out there. Just pour it out, pour your heart out. And then do that Hebrew word, Selah, pause, reflect, meditate, be encouraged, all of that. Reflect on his goodness, remember? And then number four, call out to God, shout out to God. We got to do a shout out, shout out to God. If you've got to find a quiet place to shout, you know, again, get in your car, drive, and start shouting. (laughs) And and in that moment, you're really, you're doing them all, right? You're asking for more faith increase. You're saying, God, I'm all the way in on you. Um, I'm pouring my heart out to you. And I am calling out to you. I'm shouting out to you. And and then Ephesians 6, 18, our last one, number five takeaway. pray, 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 pray more. Pray, pray, pray. It builds our faith. It's talking to God. So they're all connected to to prayer. They're all connected to turning to him. And as you do that, your faith is going to grow and grow and grow. You will be pouring fuel on the fire of faith in your own life. And that's what we got to do. And I want to pray for you right now. God, thank you for each person listening to this Keep Moving Forward podcast. God, I just have a heart for everyone that... Man, if they're going through a hard time listening to this right now, that God, you would encourage them, that your spirit would just flow and encourage them, and that you would, in fact, increase their faith, that it wouldn't, it wouldn't go shrink back, but no, it would, it'd get on fire, catch their faith on fire, let it build, let it grow, let, let us get to that place where, you know, we are so certain even though we don't see it quite yet, that's your definition. Hebrews 11:1. So God encourage them, fill them, refresh them, be the lifter of their head. Give them that hope, God. Give them that faith that they need. Lord, bless them. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, keep moving forward. Keep living that life of perseverance. Uh, hey, come on. Let's let's have faith when things are hard. And let's have faith when things are not hard. Let's just, let's just go all in. And, and, uh, gosh, thank you so much for passing the messages on to others, uh, letting them know about this keep moving forward podcast. Certainly all the messages are available and free, uh, on the, uh, website, org. If you're able to donate a small donation, that it means the world that I'm so, so, so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. If, if you're not in a position to, to donate. That's okay. I I just, I want you to get the message no matter what. So God bless you and never, never, never forget. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I'm for you. God bless.